0: Typically, when a state legislative body passes a new law, it only affects people who live and work within its borders. But every once in a while, a state law has effects felt far outside its boundaries. Such laws often come from one state, California. After all, California is home to nearly 40 million people and is one of the largest economies in the world. So would it surprise you to know that a new law from the Golden State could have far-reaching effects on owner-operator truckers across the nation? Welcome to another edition of the Eyes on the Road podcast, sponsored by PrePass Safety Alliance, the provider of PrePass waystation bypass and electronic toll payment services, online at prepass.com. I'm Evan Lockridge. Back in 2019, controversial legislation was passed and signed into law in California, The measure, known as Assembly Bill 5, requires many companies that hire independent contractors to reclassify them as employees. For trucking, that means many owner-operators in the state can no longer be classified as independent contractors. However, enforcement of the law was on hold until this past summer, when the U.S. Supreme Court refused to hear a challenge to the law. And since AB5's passage in 2019, there's been a slowly increasing move to apply the same law on the federal level with passage of a similar measure by Congress. So what does it mean when it comes to the future of owner operators, especially leased owner operators? Joining me is Chris Shimoda, Senior Vice President of Government Affairs at the California Trucking Association, which has been waging a battle against AB5. Chris, welcome to Eyes on the Road.
1: Absolutely, thanks for having me, Evan.
0: Well, to get things underway can you give us an overview of what ab5 does in california and how it works certainly
1: certainly so ab5 is a law that was passed in 2019 that has to do with the state's worker classification test uh to determine who is an employee versus an independent contractor of a hiring entity and for decades before the law was adopted There was a common law standard known as the Borrello test, which was primarily about the right of an employer to direct and control the work of an independent contractor. Um, And then there were several other factors that were weighted um, evenly in determining whether or not that worker was, in fact, an employee. And so that was the law of the land for more than 30 years in the state of California. And during that time, um, owner operator independent contractors in the trucking industry were allowed to operate um, under those set of rules. You know, there were determinations from time to time that an employer overstepped their bounds on that old standard. Independent contractor was, in fact, an employee, but um, the uh, cases went roughly 50 50 in favor of uh, independent contractor classification and so in 2019 in response to a california supreme court case known as dynamics um, the state of california legislator um, at the time assembly member uh, Lorena gonzalez um, introduced ab5 following up on that court case to introduce a, a different worker classification test um, it is sometimes known as an ABC uh, test, which uh, really just uses three factors to determine whether or not a worker is, in fact, an independent contractor. There is uh first prong, which is the right to direct and control the worker, same as the old standard. The third prong uh, has to do with whether or not the independent contractor is in an independently established business. The second prong, or the B prong, as it's sometimes called, is is really where many owner operators in trucking um, will run into problems. This is the, uh, the independent contractor must work outside the usual course of business of the hiring entity. And that, you know, for example, in the Dynamics California Supreme Court case, the example given was a, a plumber coming to fix the toilets at a law firm or other examples that have been used is an electrician coming to a retail storefront uh, to install a new line. And so that particular prong of the test was always identified as being the most problematic, um, given that an owner operator in trucking really could never be considered an independent contractor since they were working in the usual course of business uh, of many different types of companies that they offer services to. And so That is really the genesis of where the conflict um, between trucking and AB5 started is is this B-prong.
0: Now the California Trucking Association challenged AB5 soon after it was signed into law in 2019. The case wound itself through the courts with the U.S. Supreme Court refusing to hear the case this past summer, allowing AB5 to take effect soon after. Why does CTA believe AB5 should be overturned and is there a next step in the litigation process?
1: We continue to argue that AB5 is preempted by federal law, Um, primarily uh, among those laws is the uh, F4A crisis routes and service preemption um, that is part of the Motor Carrier Act um, at the federal level. Um, And, you know, that that continues to be our our position and and primarily, you know, let's let's put it this way, is that um, owner-operators have been part of this industry for decades, Um, even pre-deregulation will continue to be part of the industry moving forward. And a law like AB5 just completely frustrates the ability of uh, blue-collar entrepreneurs to go out there with, you know, used truck prices being what they are today, less minimal of, invest, of an investment than it used to be. Uh, but investing in a truck, going out there and, and booking freight and starting their own small businesses, that that has always been a core of the industry. Um, you know, we have several past presidents of our association that started their career with one truck as an owner-operator, uh, which then they grew into sizable operations. And, and that is really i'd go so far as to say you know the american dream with respect to um the way that the industry works that you're going to go out there with one truck and build uh build up into um you know a sizable fleet and so we continue to make um the arguments you know from a procedural standpoint where we are right now is um since we went up on this preliminary injunction through the process the uh case was never actually heard on the merits Um, at the district court level. And so we're we're just being returned back to the district court to continue that process where the issues will be fully briefed. um, Evidence will be provided into uh, the proceedings and the judge will decide on on a more complete record, um, you know, uh, one, once we actually get to that phase.
0: Now, backers of AB5 contend the law was necessary because of what they feel are workers being wrongly classified as independent contractors, including truckers, when they're treated no differently than employees, but without the benefits that employees receive. What is CTA's reaction to this?
1: The old standard, you know, I, I think had a Weighting of various factors, but nobody would have ever argued that the uh, standard prior to AB 5 just completely prohibited the 70,000 owner operators um, in the state of California from uh, choosing to work as owner operators. Um, you know, like I said, the cases sometimes came out in favor of independent contractor classification, other times came out. Um, in favor of employee classification. Um, the real issue is, you know, if you are concerned about driver misclassification, you know, I, I think many in the industry share that concern. But um, to impose a test that basically makes it impossible for that blue collar entrepreneur to go out there with their own truck, um, booking their own freight. Um, working with motor carriers and brokers to supplement um, their living and then and then ultimately building out um, their fleet into a more sizable operation. You know, we've completely thrown the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. You know, concerns about misclassification basically just turned into a total prohibition on owner operators uh, working in the state. Um, you know, unless uh, they you know, decide, hey, I want to go out and be an employee driver enter into uh, what's known as the two check system where you technically are an employee of the hiring entity, um, but bringing your own equipment, but the days of owner operators coming to the state of California and and working as owner operators, you know, are, are threatened due to the law.
0: Do you believe that AB5 could threaten owner operators on a national level, especially if there is a move in Congress to pass similar legislation?
1: So, I mean, let's just talk about AB5 uh, for a second. And this is an open question with regards to anybody coming in from out of state working in the state of California. I mean, it's, it's clear that if you are a California resident working for a California domicile fleet, the law is going to apply. Um, What I think is less clear is um, if you are a out of state owner operator, you know, either working for a fleet that is located um, inside or outside of California, uh, but you're coming into the state of California doing work for the majority of any given uh, pay period, there is an open question about whether or not that worker classification test is going to apply. The general feeling from counsel that we've talked to is that um, regardless of where the owner-operator is domiciled or the fleet, um, if a majority of a pay period is being done in the state of California, you know there at le- there is at least a possibility of the application uh, of that worker classification test. Now, at the federal level, there are ongoing discussions um, in Congress um, about uh, what's known as the Pro Act, which would seek to apply that ABC. Uh, Tests specifically in the context of, as I understand it, the the National Labor Relations Act, uh, right to collectively bargain and organize. We're we're really focused on um, trying to make sure that um, we speak to legislators, you know, other key stakeholders on um, you know our issues with AB five. We've got uh, again seventy thousand owner operators who are whose livelihoods are threatened as we speak, um, who are needing to make some pretty t- uh, tough decisions, either uh, accept an employee driver position they may not want, uh, leave the state, in any event having their livelihood severely impacted, um, you know, that, that is really our near-term uh, concern is trying to make sure that the law um, is clear with respect to how owner-operators and fleets are supposed to work uh, with one another uh, under this new law.
0: AB5 went into effect this past summer. What's been the biggest effect so far, both inside and outside of California?
1: You know really what we're hearing is fleets are you know to the extent that they did not already back in you know 2019 when the law was originally uh passed they're all scrutinizing their operations and making sure that they try to become compliant with the law in many cases that means having discussions with owner operators to say you know look the options here are become an employee driver have company driver positions open, um, or if you want to continue being an owner operator at a minimum, you know we can no longer have that relationship. Uh, you can no longer have any any sort of business relationship with us as a motor carrier. Many people are moving towards pure brokerage models. We're, we're seeing some of that. There's definitely anecdotes about um, owner-operators either calling it quits, um, I think it's a, a mix of AB5, or moving to other states. You know, I, I, I do know that, that there is some percentage of folks that that um, is the decision that's being made. But, you know, I, I, I think we're gonna really start seeing the fallout over the next year or so. As some of the alternative models start being challenged in court, um, as enforcement starts becoming more clear as far as what stance the state is going to take and you know what form and fashion that's going to come, this is going to be kind of a, a slow moving process to unwind you know what has actually transpired over this last month with that injunction being lifted.
0: Chris Shimoda, senior VP of government affairs at the California Trucking Association. You can find him and CTA online at Caltrucks, C A L T R U X Chris, thanks so much.
1: Great. Thank you, Evan.
0: And thank you for listening to the Eyes on the Road podcast sponsored by PrePass Safety Alliance. Please remember to visit the PrePass website at prepass.com, where you can read about trucking industry issues in the PrePass blog, as well as in the resource library. Also, you can keep up with PrePass by visiting us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. I'm Evan Lockridge, and until next time, remember to keep your eyes on the road.